I feel conflicted. I feel conflicted. I don't want to see that. I feel conflicted. I don't need to see that. I don't want. I don't need to. I don't want. I don't need to see that. I don't want to see that. I don't need to see that. Wow, there's some big hair back in the 2005. Oh my god. That's some big Who is hair. that? Dee Dee Resher. Donna Franklin. She was the double D. We're Donna and Donna, the double Ds. You can't see me? Oh, I can see you. Oh, I can see. It's my new workout pants that you want to see me in. Oh, they I make do. my tushy look really good. They're also holding me in really tight, so if I breathe deeply, I might pass out. <laughs> Please don't pass out, Miss Marcy. That would be exciting, but like, I won't pass unnecessary. Out. Wouldn't that be awful? What did, what did, what's, what's wrong with Marcy? She had an exercise pant-related incident. <laughs> <laughs> It was the damn exercise pants. It was the fucking exercise pants. It was a fucking sake. Sacky. Sacky. <laughs> All right. Well, um, welcome back to Countdown. What? Countdown to the Comeback. Welcome back to Countdown to the Comeback. I, she forgot our show. I'd like to say, on a very deep note, Jenny and I have the same hairdo today. We do. We're- we did not even call each other in Planet. Work. We have a bang French twist incident happening. I think, yeah. I mean, we've done a bang up job. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Oh. 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 I don't want to hear that. I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't want to make that joke. But yet you did. I did. I did. I go there. I go many places that many people don't. There even... are places that you go to. <laughs> I sing so pretty. Oh, you sound very pretty. Like a man. I have a, I have a, you know, in my, when I, when I, I was auditioning for Guys and Dolls in 10th grade and I was very excited and I thought I had done this fabulous audition. And then I was sitting down later and somehow they had left the audition notes and I saw my name and next to my name and said, He-Man singing voice. Whoa! <laughs> oh, you want to talk about a scar that sticks with you? Oh my God! He man singing voice. Wow. Well, I was told that the people who get all the attention are the ones that are pretty to look at. Oh no. Yeah. Well, you're pretty. Uh, apparently, I wasn't when I was 16 years old, and my choir director, music director, thought it was really important to tell me. But you know what? Who I, I don't was your know about music it. director? What was their name? <sighs> I, I, I don't think I should. Mr. or Mrs. It was a Mrs. She's... Mrs. Fucky Pants Kaka. <laughs> That's her name. Yeah, it was I'm the beginning. I'm going to Mrs. Fucky Pants Kaka. Yeah, you know, it's amazing those things that stick with you when, from... When That's you're... right, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. He-Man singing voice. Yes. He-Man What does that even mean? It means I sound like a man when I sing, apparently. What? Why is that a bad thing? I don't know, but it, you know, when you're a 15 year old girl in high school, I'm sure it's not what you want to sound. You know, you wanted to see sings like a bird, and she's pretty too. I didn't. Right, right. I didn't get any of that in high school. 
You're getting it now. You sing like a princess, like a I bird. I like a... a princess who's a man. <laughs> <laughs> you sing like Bruce Jenner. <laughs> uh, call oh. me Bonnie Jenner. Oh, is that what he's... I, I don't get know. get to that point. No, I, I just think that would be a good... I've decided he's Bonnie. I still have the last hour to watch, so I have no idea if he... Reveal no, what yeah, he didn't because no. yes, I watched every minute. What she is going with, we should do that. We should have reviewed that show. Personal, personal moments. So, again, welcome back to Countdown to the Comeback. And this is the season one finale, and the Countdown to the Comeback podcast really season's finale. Uh, unless they come back with a season three at some point. I mean, this will be it for us. This is wrapping it up. I know. So what, That's a little... Uh, I know. We've been a little resistant because... I mean, it's been a long time coming to the comeback. We've, like, held on and not done this. We even had a fight about doing it. <laughs> we, we did. There, there seemed to be... Well, because we both... I know you think that we have a perfect relationship, but in every marriage... There are bumps in the road. <laughs> there are negotiations to be made. After even almost 15 years of friendship, we still have moments where we need to negotiate. That are a little bumpy. Yeah. But it's okay. We're here to tell you that you can get through it we, and love each can. other even deeper. <laughs> Me too. I feel we've grown. I, absolutely. I think, I, I think I've grown. I just not a She's cup touching size. her boobies right yeah. now. Now we're both clutching them. We're clutching her breasts. Now we have a whole other audience. (laughs) (laughs) And what are you doing now, Jenny? Personal. Personal moments. Season one, episode 13, entitled Valerie Does Another Classic Leno. It was directed by Michael Patrick King. And it was written by Michael Patrick King. Yay. So I'm not sure whether or not they even knew at this time that they were... Coming back or not for a second season? No. I, the second season was 10 years later. I think, sure, this was it for them. So they must have known, you think, did, when they did, were wrapping it up? I don't know. If they, did they do... I'm, I'm, I'm looking this up as we talk. Did they do... Did they just sign on to do one episode? Or were they canceled? I'm going to find that out. And to, we'll revisit that. To do one season. One season, I yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, Marcy's looking up right now whether or not they had signed up to do one season and then didn't get picked up. But uh, we're we're assuming that you are listening to this in in order. So uh, for the archives, if, archives, if you're coming back, we're assuming you're listening to this at all. <laughs> hey, by the way, thanks to everyone who has been listening. Yes, um, you're fantastic. Love and, it. Uh, we're excited to wrap this up and move on to something else and put something out there new in the universe. It's going to be fabulous. Like everything we do. Wow. But uh, we <laughs> finished up. We finished up season two at this point, and every in season one, episodes one through twelve. So this episode thirteen again is really putting the cap on a very large and personal project for the two of us and I feel a um, great sense of accomplishment. We are excited to be recording this today. Yeah. So oh, the comeback to... cancelled or renewed for season three. Um Does that sound like a He Man to you? 
Oh my god. Yes. Do you want to confirm status? The comeback renewed for season three at HBO. Hello. This is the show that's gonna keep on giving. <laughs> Who knew? But that's a whole Jenny other and I will be broadcasting from the Shalom Retirement Hotel on <laughs> Fairfax. Season 26 of the comeback. I made a poo-poo in my depends, but anyway. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, so... Why do I always go to duty? I Because it's expected at this From point. me or yeah. just anybody? Why do you always go to the duty well? I always <laughs> go to the duty well. Why does that mean? I'm very excited. Okay, the comeback premiered June 5th on HBO. It was canceled after the first season. So okay. maybe they didn't know at that point. So it's canceled after season one, revived for season 2014. Yeah, and now um, they're going to do a season three at HBO in 2016. Well, that's awesome. So with that out there, we may actually I'm have more excited. people listening to this right now, assuming yes. that by the time I put this together, somebody's catching up so that they can yes. tune into season three. You may be listening to this right before that is happening. That's right. So, and if you are, I'm not wearing any pants. <laughs> Just for shits and well, I'm I'm not wearing any pants. I'm really not wearing any pants. And I really am wearing pants. I lied. I wanted to fit in. But we were talking about how great those pants made your. They make my look. T- my tushy looks so good today. So moving on from tushy. the awesome tushy, uh, Valerie does another classic Leno. So Marcy, what did you think of this episode? <laughs> <laughs> you hate when you ask me that. I hate it. I know. I know. <laughs> um, I was really. It was really fun to watch it after we went back and rewatched it just now, like right before yeah. we did the show, and that was really fun because you know we had rewatched season one and then we did season two in real time, basically. Right. And then it was really fun to go back after all of that and watch the finale of season one, and I. God, it was brilliant. Yeah. It really was. It was brilliant. I could I could watch it again when we're done. It was great to go back and see the clips of the reality show because that's the one thing we talked about a lot <laughs> in the season one was, are we ever actually going to see what they do with all the raw footage? Because we right. can remember. So there, there was so much closure in this show. I think. There was. And it's going to be interesting to see what they do with season three because we both thought that they did a lot of closure with um, season two. Too. Yes and no. I'm dying to know what happens with Mark. But we will uh, we'll stay away from season two just in case you haven't listened to those yet or right. watched the shows yet. Valerie does another classic Leno. We are opening on the interior of her car and she's driving around. You've got Mickey in the back seat and... Both Marcy and I were having another one of those, oh no, Mickey. Mickey's going to die. <laughs> the, uh, Mickey's very hungry, and she's driving along, just not really paying much attention. She's all focused on, what's she excited about at this point? Oh, I guess the the got the comeback party coming up. It's the chocolate fountain party. The chocolate fountain party. And, and her parents on Leno, that's what she's been waiting 10 years to do. Right. So she she probably has not been on since I'm it. Right. She's very excited about going on Leno. We see later the the it wall in the back, and there's the picture of her in Leno. And I thought that it had been dis- destroyed in the 
first wasn't it the first episode i don't know season one where the it wall gets right sort of, maybe not everything got destroyed maybe okay. the wall itself got destroyed but she's going to have another opportunity anyways to redo her yes. classic leno picture and yeah she's excited and she keeps looking back at jane she's very proud of herself because she found jane's address and jane's very confused about how she found her address jane did you get your invitation yeah how did you get my address Oh, wasn't easy. <laughs> Had to make four calls. <laughs> I want you to get your own personal invite. You know, not from star to producer, but from Valerie to Jane. You know, I just feel like we've gotten really close over these past 20 weeks. Don't you, Jane? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Could you please keep your eyes on the road? Oh, no, yeah, no, I am. I am. And maybe there was a reason Jane didn't want her to <laughs> for her home address. She didn't know what Jane's last name was either, but we got some... I don't give anybody my home address. Or you might not want them to know your last name. So we learned that it has been 20 weeks that they've been doing this, and Valerie's all bubbly and excited about the chocolate fountain party that they're having, and she feels like everybody has gotten very close, that she's gotten very close with Jane. Yeah, I love Jane's reaction. I've gotten really close to you. See, I think, you know, it's just, we've gotten really close. And she's waiting and waiting. And there's that awkward silence. And then you just hear Jane kind of go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's starting to swirl for Mickey. So Valerie uh, acquiesces to. Ooh, that was very prescient. Acquiesce. That's the new prescient. She acquiesces to pull over and get him a bag of nuts. Balls. 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 Bugger nuts. Testicles. The Click clack. From the... Nuts and berries. Nuts. I'm sorry. Testies. <laughs> testies. Testies. Is this thing on? We're just going to keep making a list. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Synonyms for balls. Flesh hacky sack. Oh, I like that. I'm just, you know, I like that. Marbles and a bag of Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty. Yeah, like I I, I'm thinking of so like long. like a little money sack, like that one, like, <laughs> like an Indian might carry out, you know, long before the round-eyed <laughs> white person had landed. Uh, anyways, back did you to, just call me a round-eyed white person? I'm really offended by yes, that. Yes, I Jenny. called you that because <laughs> it's back all about when the me. Jews landed at Plymouth Rock. <laughs> you know, the Jews of Plymouth Rock are not really ever spoken of. And I'm sure they were there. It's because they were complaining. <laughs> what? We have to walk? Isn't there a valet parker here? I don't know why I made them from Europe, but I did. <laughs> You're hilarious. I'd like to think so. Oh, think so. So we're going from the car to a sound stage where they are recording Valerie's testimonial. And the light set up there is amazing with the bright lights on her. I was remarking to Marcy as we were watching it how I wish I had those lights on me at all times. Oh, yeah. It would just like make my skin look baby, baby new, baby fresh, it's baby smooth. very glowy. Yeah, she really glowed. So she is thrown because Jane isn't there, and she wants them to wait. And she's very disturbed that there's some other guy who's running the session named Jeff. But Mickey recognizes him. 
tells her that Jeff's been around every time they've recorded one of these, but of course she seems to have not recognized him at all. Mickey. He's here every time we do a studio interview. It's like, if it's not Jane, it's no one. And she reassures Jeff that she's sure he's competent, uh, but she just really wants Jane. And in the nick of time, Jane shows up, apologizing because she was late, but she had another interview to do. Sorry, I'm late. I got held up doing another interview. Did you? Yes. Well, why would you schedule another interview same time as mine? It was the only time he'd give us. He? Who's he? Polly G. You interviewed Polly G? Why? Why would you? Jason Silver wanted it. And he, he agreed? They got lawyers involved. So, so now, now is when they decide to force him to talk about me now, after I punched him? And you brought him in during a hiatus week. Sure, he was thrilled about that. So what, did he trash me? You say bad things? So Jane's late because she's been interviewing Polly G, and it's the only time that he would give her, and they had to get lawyers involved. Apparently, it was really hard to get Polly G to sit down. Does that surprise you? No, because he'd been punched in the gut recently. Well, even before that, he didn't want to do he anything with the, with the fucking reality show, you know, when they wanted him to write something right. for the yeah. lead-in and all that. He's not exactly been helpful. No. So, which makes her reaction here completely make sense. Yeah, I, if I, you know, I, she had the, yeah, that was, I really, hello. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about her reaction to hearing. She things. was not happy that Jane was, was interviewing Polly G. Well, because also she knows, Valerie knows she just did something very bad. What do you mean? The punch. Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, she knows, you know, she doesn't want him talking about that. But, or anything about her. I'm sure she's terrified what he's going to say about her. He can't stand her. Yeah. And she knows that and she's And sure. she's just, escal- she has escalated the situation. Inside her head, too. The anticipation of what it would be that he would say has made it much worse than what the reality might actually be. And she doesn't know at this point. And Jane right. doesn't seem to be forthcoming. Jane sort of has that blank look like, hey, I can't tell she, you. She always does. Yeah, she gives her nothing. That's what makes the ending of the show so great. The payoff to Jane, the whole season led off, leading to the payoff to Jane, what Jane did. Right. Which we'll get to. Yes. But it was great that this was the character. I Oh, I miss Tony Danza's penis. Tony Danza's penis. Tony Danza's penis. It is winking at me right now. And you know what else? <laughs> you cannot see his balls because he has so much hair. Like, you can't see his balls. It's furry. He, he has like, he has like a, he has a, a, a ball hairdo. An afro. He has a ball, a ball fro. fro. <laughs> that was a high five. High five for ball fro. Ow. Personal. Personal moments. <laughs> Marcy's just recently, Miss Marcy just recently had dental surgery. Yes, and I, it hurts to laugh. <laughs> oh, please, we need you to laugh. I laugh anyway. I'm laughing through my pain. 
Okay, Jane will not share with Valerie anything that Polly has said, so Valerie escalates into a panicked response, assuming what she thinks Polly talked to talked to Jane about and starts testifying about her true feelings about Polly G and what has gone down. I'm trying to take the high road here by not saying what I really think about him, but I need to go on the record. Okay, I'm going to go on the record now. I have tried everything I could to be nice to him, but Polly G has got it out for me. From the first minute he saw me, he has been nothing but hurtful. He is abusive. He is threatening. He's a monster. Valerie really panics there, and I, I don't blame her. I would, too. You know, it's a combination of how he's treated her all this time and the fact that she did something very bad. She was a bad girl. Valerie was a bad girl. I probably would have done the same thing. Didn't you want to punch Polly G? Oh, yeah. Who didn't want to punch Polly G at yeah. that point? Well, at various points. There were so many times. Yeah. It's, it's surprising to me it took her that long to punch him. I'm sure on some level she has some deep-rooted regret that she was not able to contain herself, but she'd been pushed so far. I mean, right. there's a reasonable amount that a person can take. What was her breaking point going to be? It was only a matter of time, right? Something was going to boil over. As we say in therapy, what gets repressed gets expressed. And it got totally... God, I kind of wanted to punch you just then. (laughs) A little bit. There you go. What gets repressed. There we go. We know it. I'm waiting. Uh, ah, I saw these white gloves coming at me. Uh, so white gloves? Like the white gloves that she's wearing as the cupcake. Oh, right. <laughs> like, what am I? They're almost my like Mickey, like almost like Mickey Mouse. They are. Kind of the ones that, like, somebody uh, on Main Street, in the Main Street Parade as Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna punch you. I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> now, see, that does not sound like a He-Man to me. Oh, well, thank you, Jenny. Yeah, fuck that guy. Girl. Girl. I say, where's the love? So, moving on, (laughs) Valerie goes around and around talking about how she's taken the high road, but now now that Polly's been after her and he's been abusive and hurtful and threatening monster and he's got problem with women and that he must have problem with any woman that he doesn't want to fuck. He has a problem with actresses or success or something. Maybe he has a problem with a woman that he doesn't want to have sex with. I don't know. I'm not a therapist. Thank God she clarified that. Because up until this point, we all thought Valerie was also a licensed therapist. She's just airing her grievances, and she was still upset about giving him a gift from Tiffany's that he didn't thank her for. That was so funny that she called back to that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, So she is determined she's going to fight fire with fire, and Mickey's not even sure if it's the right choice. Mickey's trying to contain her. How's that, Mickey? Huh? Mm, you sure that was wise? Well, yeah. Fight fire with fire. What happened? Okay. I got some weird feedback. So when they... I'll give you some good feedback. <laughs> I'm sure You're you will. fabulous. Uh, then we cut to, from this testimonial scene, we go to Leno interviewing Cameron Diaz. 
And we realize that... And she's going on and on and on and on and on and on. They're just like, bah, but you just see her like, ah, sparkly, sparkly, sparkly. And As Cameron Diaz does. Can yes. Cameron Diaz not sparkle? I mean, that woman is just like all charisma. She's kind of, she kind of reminds me of Malin Ackerman. So much so. I really was having one of those, oh, wow, it's just like it's Juna being interviewed. But Except was, I saw Cameron Diaz once at the farmer's market without her makeup on. Can I just say, not good. Well, I think she's talked about her bad skin, but that kind of makes me love her more. Absolutely. I like Cameron Diaz. She's very much like... Oh, she's is, like a she's like down to earth. Yeah. She's, yeah. A, she's a guy's gal, and she... Yeah, I get... She married like, uh, the other good Charlotte twin, didn't she? Uh, the, the, uh, what's his name? Recently, though, yeah. right? Yeah. Whichever one's not married to Nicole Richie. They look exactly alike. I don't know either of them. They're twins? Yeah. Oh, see, I don't know anything about Good Charlotte. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry, Good Charlotte fans. So the television is on, and Leno is interviewing Cameron Diaz, and we pull back to reveal that we are in the dressing room at Jay Leno, and Val is waiting to go on. But the interview continues to go on and it's not ending and but what's so funny is that mickey mickey's chosen to take that time to have some personal oh right you're right this is where mickey announces that for the first time he'll be bringing robert i've made a big decision red i'm bringing robert to your chocolate fountain party that's great mickey yeah who's robert my lover I'm using your comeback party as my come-out party. And all these years, I've never brought him to a work function, and I think it's about time. Yeah, don't put a pin in that. He's bringing his lover, Robert, to the yes, to the Billy, chocolate fondue party. So t- tell me what your thoughts were about Billy's reaction in that Oh, that scene. was amazing. Billy did not look happy. It was a really weird little moment. He asked who Robert was. And- Robert is my lover. That's right, my lover. I'm using the comeback as my coming out. Coming out at the comeback. And yes, wow. Billy just did not look comfortable They've with this. They've always had an adversarial relationship, but does, you know, does Billy have feelings for Mickey? I don't know. That Who knows? Maybe odd... we'll find out more in season two about what's going on with those Maybe two. we will. Maybe it's complicated. Isn't it always, Jenny? It's always complicated. I, You know, I still think that there's always the... Oh, I think one of my stitches just came out. Oh, oh sorry. Oh. I'm just going to bleed quietly here while we... No, I'm not going to... All right, let me know if you're bleeding out, okay? And I'll just okay. call someone. All right. <laughs> At least call I can Tom. get some gauze. Call Tom. His father okay. was a dentist. We'll get you... <laughs> yeah, your dad was a dentist. You must know how so to handle it, so this. So back up, Tom. Like? <laughs> it's like when people are talking to you and they're like, Oh, you went to Fairfax High? Do you know Bob? Yeah. <laughs> I do, as a matter of fact. I do know Bob. I'm sure you know Bob. Who doesn't know Bob? Personal. Personal moments. Anyways, anywho, so Mickey is going to use the comeback party as his come out party as Marcy just shared. I'm coming out. He wants the world to know. Wants to let it show. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Nice, Jenny. All right. So Valerie is really concerned because it's not wrapping up with Cameron Diaz. And then the production manager, producer, Zoe, pops in and apologizes that they're going to have to push until tomorrow night after 
Is it t- is it the next night? Yeah, it's the next night. Yeah, right? the, the uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> okay, right. Okay, so wait a minute. Zoe says that Valerie will be the first Tomorrow guest. night is the comeback, and then the night after, she's going to be on Leno. Okay. Then she's going to be on Leno the night after the show premieres. Which actually is probably a better idea, but at this point, they want people to watch the show. So yeah. I can see it going either way. If, but she's obviously disappointed, and Zoe's very... <laughs> Uh, Sorry. Uh, uh, Mine was spontaneous, and then Jenny tried to make me feel better by doing a good one. I did. I hoisted myself on that guitar. <laughs> I was a little shocked at myself. On the burping guitar. You did. I was a you, it stuck up on you. That ladylike. That's the way it always was I'm with my sorry, grandmother and Noah. farts. My grandmother and little farts, and she'd be like, oh, like, like, like where'd that come from? Oh, Aww. I know. Nana was the cutest. She was tiny. Aww. 90 pounds of dynamite. Out her ass. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nana, God bless you. What is soul. that with aging and farting? I just, maybe it's just a disconnect between, you know, the uh, messages between your body and your mind. Like, here it comes. But it's not, you got a tape delay. <laughs> Putt putts. <laughs> oh my God. Not enough bandwidth. It's, <laughs> it's like some buffering. So. Anyways, Valerie makes a comment in the dressing room that she can't go out there and basically shut down Cameron Diaz, that you can't go down and you know shut down a movie star or pull her off stage by her hair. And the bonus, I guess, or the consolation prize is that she'll be the first guest when she does come back in a day or two after the premiere. So the next scene is... Valerie's home, and she's greeting her first guests. In that tunic that Jenny and I are obsessed with. This blush-colored tunic with this, like... Jewel embellishment. Yeah, oh, it's it's beautiful. It'd be beautiful today. I would, I want that tunic. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I think it looks great on me. It would look great on (laughs) you. And you. Like, just little... Little jeans. Little jeggings. Uh, You know I love the jeggings. Who doesn't love Hugh? a good jegging? I like the Hugh jeggings. <laughs> I have four pairs. Oh, it actually, it just sounds like a British movie star. Welcome, Jay Leno, tonight with <laughs> Hugh jeggings. <laughs> it's better than Hugh Janus. <laughs> there you go. So Mickey's coming back later with Robert, but at that this point he's just finished up doing her hair. Speaking of hair, I'd like to announce I'm about to have my third hairdo of the session. (laughs) Third hairdo. So Mickey will be coming back with Robert, who he makes sure the cameras know that Robert is his lover. My lover. And what did you think of Robert? Is that what you thought Robert would look like? No, I don't. I thought Robert would be a little younger. I thought Robert would be younger and hotter, but again, wasn't the picture that he showed a younger picture too? Because Valerie made some comment about the headshot, right? In that episode, the Big Dick Perkins episode, Big Dick Perkins. That Robert must be an old picture of him. Yes. So she's seen him before. She's met him. She knows Robert. Yeah. You're beautiful, Red. Thank you. Back in a flash with Robert, my lover. That's right. Then something beautiful happens for me. I I was really excited to see one of our favorite characters, Sean the Sound Guy, Sean, comes oh, back for the finale. So creepy. He's so creepy. Wonderfully creepy. 
and he wants to wire her. <laughs> I need to wire you. Yeah. Oh, no. No. No smoking in the house. Not inside. Not inside. Why don't you go put that out right now? Huh? You want to hold on to this? Well. I love whenever he looks, talks about wiring her, he just says it to her boobs. Yeah. Like, there's not even... Yeah. He has no filter at all. And it, and you just know that he's thinking, titty, 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 titty. It's the opposite of Polly G. Like, Polly G, who she thinks wants nothing to do with her and, like, who ignores her. And, and, and Sean is just kind of fixated on her in this really creepy way. So creepy. Like, nobody else seems to be around just... He's really into Valerie. I th- maybe I'm fantasizing. Maybe I'm blowing that no, up. No, I, I think, really I think, think you're like, right. He, like, really targets her. Uh, he is also smoking, and she points out, she's very upset by this, that there's no smoking in the house, and she sends him outside, and she goes to make sure that Jane knows that there's no smoking in the house, but Jane's not there. Jane? Jane? Hi, I'm standing in for Jane. Jeff from the studio. Oh, yeah, no, I knew that. Yeah, sure. Where is Jane? Uh, she wasn't feeling well. She had to go home. So. Oh, no. Well, what's wrong with her? What is it? No idea. She just called me to cover. Okay, well, Jeff, listen, Jane and I don't like that sound guy. All right, creeps us out. Mm, I didn't know. We need extra help tonight, so. Yeah, no, that's true, right? Yeah, I know that, but just, you know, never again. Huh? Never again. And make sure he doesn't smoke in the house. All right, Mark and I quit five years ago, and the smell makes us sick. Poor Jeff is there again, and he gets told to make sure that there's no smoking in the house. And Valerie also tells us that she and Mark quit smoking five years ago and that the smell makes them sick. And that's kind of an important... Foreshadowing. Little, a little bit of information. What, what, what must that house have been like when the two of them were quitting? <laughs> oh, my God. Then enters Esperanza and her family. Oh, and they just kept coming in and coming in and coming in. And Val had that look on her face like, I'm going to be really accepting of these people, even though I don't want to, because it's going to make me look really wonderful. Oh, hello. (laughs) Right. The whole thing. You saw um, the whole thing wash over her face. Yeah. There's this idea that. Because you speak Spanish, I must need to speak much louder in English for you to understand Yes, with a little bit of an accent. (laughs) So we briefly get a glimpse of Carlos and Esperanza's three daughters. I guess Carlos is Esperanza's husband. Yeah, well, because Val says this is Esperanza's husband, Carlos. Then she looks at the daughter, she goes, and the three girls. She has no idea what their names are. And they are all dressed up like quinceanera times ten. They've never been to the house. You can tell they're looking around the house. Right. Like where? They have the, the updos and the ball gowns. They're like wearing ball gowns. One and... hairdo is bigger than the other. Yeah. And they're just staring in the camera, smiling. It was hilarious. And Esperanza brings her a gift. Very Love sweet. Esperanza. Yeah. So then Sean comes back inside. The Sean, the sound guy, comes back in from having, fig- <laughs> having finished his cigarette. And he goes to mic her up. And he's very disappointed uh, that uh, she'd done it herself. I did it. I did it. You did it yourself? Yes. I was going to do you. <laughs> she just is so totally creeped out. Then we follow her into the tented backyard. She's very excited about 
the chocolate fountain. I don't know, but I can't remember if this was like a new thing at that time, whether chocolate fountains, because there was, I mean, there was suddenly everywhere you went, somebody just culturally outside of the television show, but in maybe it was in the early 2000s, everywhere you went, every party, every big event, there were chocolate fountains. Like, it was revolutionary. I know. I don't, uh, to me, that's like a germ booger, you know, extravaganza. Yeah, I wonder if she invited the grip without a nose. Oh. Did you invite him to the chocolate fountain party? I don't, I didn't see him. Everybody else was there. I didn't see anybody without a nose. I didn't either. Okay, so we've got the, the, the chocolate fountain, the cast is really having a good time. Yes. She's instructing them how, on how to use it as if it's yes. really difficult. She moved Francesca and her friends who are at the wrong table, of course. And Gigi is there, uh, has no clue whether or not any of the other writers are coming or Polly G. And Gigi also tells us that she's not going to partake in the chocolate fountain. She's on the zone diet, and Valor gets very excited. Oh, fantastic! Oh, my God, that's great! And then, you know, it was one of those, like, oh, oh. Oh, and then she said, is it because of the when your dress ripped on the red carpet and you see Gigi's face just fall? I kind of accidentally did that to someone at the dentist's office the other day, the girl who works at the dentist's office. She was giving me the um, the the post-op instructions and she was saying you know when you can only eat soft food like oh i don't mean like the most maybe like fish like you could eat salmon i go oh that's great i eat that every night she goes oh really uh you know my dad has got me on this thing she's you know chubby my dad's uh as am i uh got me on this thing and i and i'm eating you know she's come eating salmon all the time and i go oh good great for you are you trying to and then i went oh my god i'm about to put my foot in my mouth and so i turned it around thank god because i'm really into fitness and good health now which i wasn't at one point in my life and um so i said you know what you're gorgeous so you know Tell your dad to shove it. <laughs> You're perfect. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I think I, I was a save. You do you. Because I'm not clueless like Valerie. Like, I was about to go down that road. But I've gone down that road. I'm smart enough to realize, but Valerie's not. Like, No, she doesn't. Well, she doesn't know how to get herself out of it. She's just sort of in for a diamond for a dollar, right? Gigi's face crumbling. I've done, I've done that... And and I'm horrified, but I, I've done that once that I can remember in a really major way with a um, somebody who I thought was pregnant. Oh, that's the word. Never, <sighs> never ask anybody when they're due unless you've been in the room and they're having an ultrasound. That's my rule of thumb. Yeah, and I knew better. I don't, it's just, oh, I, I still regret it. It was one of those, like, I, I don't even remember what it was that I said, but... Yeah, I made that mistake. I really thought that somebody was expecting when they weren't. Very, very embarrassing. Personal. Personal moments. Back to the comeback. Uh, Esperanza is cleaning up in the middle of the party, even though she's one of the guests, and Valerie's quick to stop her, and Valerie's intent on being the best hostess, as always, right? She's sort of in her wheelhouse, and... We see one of our favorite characters, Peter, the costume guy, and Valerie asks him if he's enjoying the chocolate fountain. Peter, how is it? Ain't nothing wrong with chocolate, baby. (laughs) Well put. 
really going over big. And he says, ain't nothing wrong with chocolate, baby. He, he's, and he, I agree with that. He's, he, he, he's a delicious little taste of chocolate himself. Yum. So she seemed really excited, and uh, Mark is there, got everything prepped. Tom arrives with his wife. Who's adorable. Yeah, what did you think of her? They were the sweetest little couple. And she's... Makes her own perfume out of frankincense and myrrh or whatever. Right, and Valerie looks like she's a, she's sorry she asked. But like yeah. She has no response for that. Yeah, she's just, it's not her type of person. Yeah, so I make my own perfume out of frankincense. Yeah, Tom's wife was very herbal. Valerie tries to talk to Tom about why she didn't invite Polly and and the stuff that was going on on the set. And Tom's just blank-faced. And I'm sure he knows everything, but he says he doesn't talk to his wife about it. Which, do you believe that? Do you believe that he doesn't talk to her about that? I mean... From the look, she, I don't know. She looked like you know what it was. I think they used to, and they've decided for their marriage it's better not to. That was the look that sort of passed between them. Yeah, maybe, and maybe because he's had here. Here, I'm just making up a whole B story, but he recently had all that ulcer oh, yeah. problem. Maybe they've been told that they shouldn't talk about it. Right? Maybe it upsets right, him or, right. or she's like... But they're so cute. They were just the cutest little couple. She was really, really adorable. So is he. They're adorable. They're adorbs. In the middle of this, Sean, who's also adorbs. He no. is not. He's so creepy. He's anti-adorbs. He's a titty stare. Sean, the titty staring sound guy, <laughs> comes over to express his concern about the hum that the chocolate fountain is making. Those chocolate fountains right. are making a hum. Well, what do you want me to do? Turn it off? Chocolate fountain party. That to me was really funny because of sound guys, just in yes. general. Oh, Nobody ever gives a shit about sound right. until... But their life is... It's their life. And if the sound is bad... The project is bad. Yeah. It's just, it costs a lot of money. It's just a big fucking nightmare. And yet nobody thinks about sound other than the sound people until you're right. in post. That was a cute little moment for people. I've had a lot of sound people actually come up to me and say, can you please tone it down? You're breaking my eardrums. So. You don't have to worry about that here. I can handle it. Okay. All right. I, but we're both boomers. We're both, we're both belters. We're both- we are. You'll be swell. You'll be great. Mickey arrives with Robert. Oh, gonna have the whole world on a plate. Starting here. Start now. Honey, everything's coming up roses. (laughs) I just thought I would go with roses. (laughs) That was pretty. Uh, Mickey arrives with Robert Fanzini, and we're lovers. Look who's here. Congratulations, Val. Thank you, doll. America, this is Robert Fanzini, and we're lovers. Well, there you go. All right. That's done. Yeah, so he introduces... He is just coming out. Just coming out. coming out. out. Yeah. He wants the the world to know. Stay tuned for Jenny and I next week when we we do our new show, (laughs) Belting the Classics. (laughs) And the (laughs) not-so-classics. 
So Valerie. We're a He-Man and the Mexican. That's the name of our band. He-Man Mexican. <laughs> oh my God. He-Man and a little Mexican. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Valerie makes a speech. Thanks, Mark and the producer, Jane, who's not there. She asks everybody not to talk during the show because they're, I guess they can talk during the commercials. They're going to be watching the live feed of it. I'm sure if they had a TiVo or right. or a DVR at that time, they didn't have the capacity that one might have now. Well, 10 years ago? I We had at least we had TiVo. I mean, obviously, it's advanced. You didn't have, like, a zillion hours. Yeah, we had TiVo. I remember my TiVo. Oh, my gosh. We got TiVo? <gasps> Life-changing. And then when the DVR started, and I just switched from satellite back to cable and now on my the new dvr the brand the newest one that came out with my cable company six shows at once that's insane who even what well it's it's a content 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 world i mean apparently i mean i can't even imagine having six shows to record at once said two people who are creating more content for the world that's true and there's all this stuff out there who's got the time well we hope you do and we hope you're listening Mark presses play and the show begins and we're off. And immediately, it seems, they are using the sound bite that she never wanted them to use. <laughs> never thought I'd work again. Never said Surprise, that. surprise. Mickey, <laughs> you were there. I told them I wouldn't say that. Valerie Bertinelli? No. And they have that little opening graphic that really reminded me of the Anna Nicole Smith show. The, the cartoon of her coming out the door. I didn't oh, you watch didn't watch it. it? Well, that's okay. You can say that. <laughs> I'm really, sorry. It's strange to me that you didn't watch that because you watch so much stuff that I, I always think like you've got your finger on the pulse of not a lot of like the, the like celebrity reality shows are not really my thing. All right. Um, I didn't watch it religiously, but I did watch it. It was such a cultural phenomenon at the right. time. It was like. No, I'm sorry I didn't. I wish I had, but no, I don't. I don't know. I just, sometimes I, it's just not like I'm not a Kardashian. Oh, yeah, I don't watch Anna that Nicole. Yeah, the Anna Nicole stuff Tori is Spelling. kind of crazy. You know, that, that's not my thing. So the Shaw's of Sunset, though, that Shaw's, I love. I fucking love Shaw's. That's another show. Okay, so so we're watching the reality show. We've got some testimonials from Juna, who says how much she's loved Valerie, and she's been watching her since she was a little kid. With every testimonial, everybody was basically saying Valerie's either old or was a husband. I love Valerie Cherish. Aw, baby girl. I have ever since I was nine. I mean, I used to try to stay up past my bedtime to watch I'm It. <laughs> Valerie has been in the business forever. <laughs> forever. Forever. When they told us who else was in the show, I was like, Valerie, what? Yeah, who's this has-been with the 80s yeah. hair? So, Val, that was the first day. That's all right, Jesse. No, everyone, I'm fine with it. Reality TV, I was expecting it. But for the record, I always thought I'd work again. Every single one, it was like, pow, 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 pow. Jesse and Chris, I love that little clip of them with their shirts off, and the little girls are, like, screaming when they see them. And Mickey's trying to tell Valerie not to take it personally because he can really see what's about to happen or what's going down. And then almost right after he says that to her, there's a montage about how much he loves black. And he's just wild about black. And then there's this 
cleverly edited montage of him checking Jesse out at different points. I love black. Everyone on the set knows I'm just wild about black. Delicious. I was talking about hair color. That's out of context. That was, oh, I felt so bad for him. And for Robert. Yes. <laughs> so then there's a testimonial with Mickey where he's saying that she's a perfect stepmom. And then we've got the Francesca footage of her and her friends smoking and drinking by the pool. And and it makes it makes Valerie like uh, Mommy Dearest, no more wire hangers, you know. She was just going ballistic. And, of course, it was out of context because they deserved for her to go ballistic. They were being very bad girls. Everything in this is out of context. Poor Valerie. Poor Valerie, yes. There is definitely that feeling of compassion for her. Yeah. And Mark is getting worried because he no longer feels secure that they're not going to use the footage of them talking about doing cocaine. Which he mentions every time the camera's on them. All through the rest of the episode. Well, at least they didn't. Well, now they have. (laughs) I know. It's so awesome. Then we know that they're... That we're going to get some footage of Polly, and Valerie tries to prep the crowd for it, and we see clips of Polly's interview. What do I think of Valerie Cherish? Uh Uh-oh, here it comes. Well... Children and those who are weak at heart, you might want to run for the exits. So, <laughs> not my biggest fan here, but don't worry. I'm ready for this. I am. She's a terrific comedic actress, you know. She's always very professional. I mean, we're lucky to have her on room and board. When he starts talking, it is all sunshine and rainbows about Valerie. She's a terrific comedic actress, a professional. We're lucky to have her. And then it's intercut with Valerie's testimonial of he's a monster. So, of course, that makes Valerie look crazy. And then the clip of her punching him and the classic double vomit. Yeah. Polly G has got it out for me. From the first minute he saw me, he has been nothing but hurtful. He is abusive. He is threatening. He's a monster. is looking uncomfortable to the point where Valerie storms out and Mark follows her and Mickey's trying to call off the cameras and as we're following Mark out the door we see that Gigi is at the chocolate fountain devouring it oh poor Gigi well it's very stressful right I feel bad for Gigi but she'll get back on that horse cut to the hallway outside of the study or office in the house and Mark is trying to talk to Valerie and everyone's gone. They're trying to get the cameras out and he joins her in the study and closes the door, but the cameras are still shooting them from the outside of the room through the French doors. We see that she's now smoking. She's very nervous, very upset, smoking a cigarette and Mark is trying to calm her down and realizes she's smoking, and then suddenly he's grabbing the cigarette out of her hand and taking drags as well. They're both very, very anxious. Cheetah. Yeah. 
See that? Yes. I made that asshole look like the good guy, and I'm the bad guy. He's the bad guy, Mark. He's the bad guy. Give me another. Let's give me another drag. You can get your own. I stole that same guy's half, so. I knew they'd manipulate things. I knew that. I knew it. But they, they cut out everything. Everything that he's been putting me through for months and months. And then they made it the crazy actress show. He's still upset about the cocaine. So he, he makes it. He makes another remark here about it. How am I going to show my face on Leno? Huh? How am I going to show my face anywhere? Well, at least they didn't show the thing about us doing coke. Not this week, Mark. Not this week. We've got 12 more weeks of God knows what kind of humiliations in store for us. Huh? Valerie is convinced that Jane isn't sick. And suddenly she is on a rampage. She's not sick. She knew. She knew. She's always standing around, not saying anything, with her mean spider eyes. She pulls out her address book. Uh, it's made a pile of bags. Like who even? That was that was, that was great... so. That was time capsule time. You know. I mean, didn't you have those? You oh, know. Yeah. yeah, with all the different pages in, and everything was always falling out of it, and the business cards and the. If you lost your file effects, oy. oh my god! Yeah, I know. Well, it's like losing your phone now. I mean, we all keep it on our phones right. now. Yeah, but everything's in the cloud, right? That's true. Your life is in the cloud somewhere. Somewhere, but the file effects was such a such a great. That's a cultural icon. Yeah, and I'm sure at the time that nobody was thinking anything of it. It's like, of right. course, everybody would have. That. So she, we also learned that she's referring to Jane as spider eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how quickly she turns on Jane. I, and spider eyes is kind of a funny little description of Laura Silverman. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, spider eyes, okay. So she grabs the keys and Jeff and both the cameras and she's ordering them into the navigator. They are on their way to go and find Jane. Hi, Bill Hartwick. Press rep Lincoln Bill Hartwick. Press rep Lincoln Bill Hartwick. Press rep Lincoln Beautiful day for a drive. And Mark, who was trying to call her at first, just sort of gives up, and he's now smoking and taking the keys, and he's just as amped as she is. From a therapist's point of view, I thought it was a perfect example of how you know anxiety breeds anxiety. Yeah, you know, it's it, anxiety met with. More anxiety just creates more. You're not going to get... Nobody's getting calmer. They are just amping each other up. They pull up in two different cars, so he's following her. Mark is following Valerie uh, as she pulls into this driveway and is ambushing Jane. Valerie is very determinedly pointing to everybody and telling them where to and go. And they show, like, Jane's apartment number and everything. It was terrible. So she pounds on the door, and you you hear the dogs, which was very exciting, because we'd wondered what had happened to Lucy. Right. Oh. Valerie goes off on Jane. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. How do you like it, Jane, huh? What are you feeling right now? No. Huh? Can you get the dog? Is there someone in there with you? Who is it? A man? A woman? What? We want to know. Get a camera in there, why don't you? This is you? insane. Just See how stop. you like it. You betrayed me. I didn't edit it. They did. I can't even show my face on the Tonight Show tomorrow. I have waited ten years to do that. Val, let's go. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. That's right. Fuck them. I quit. You tell them I quit. I'm done. You're an asshole, Jeff. It's good TV. 
I really felt for Jane in this moment as well. I mean, I'm I'm with Valerie. I understand her anger, and she does. She feels incredibly betrayed, but, you know, it's Jane's job. I don't blame Jane for not wanting to go to the party. And Jane d- admittedly says, like, look, I didn't edit it. Not that that completely absolves her of any responsibility, but... Right. Mark is just trying to get her out of there. Like, you know, He's fuck had him. it. He's had it. He's had it for a while. He's been ready to blow, right? I mean, those cameras... You know, he was. Se- I thought he looked very sexy in this episode. I forgot about the lady butt. I don't know why. Maybe it's been so much time since I've seen it. And uh, I don't know. There was something about him, you know, just his quiet strength with her, and just supporting her. Yeah, like getting her sexy. in it. Yeah, it was kind of sexy. Well, it is really sexy when your man comes to your defense. And it is like on your side. Yeah, and, it is sexy, and he's validating her. He's validating Valerie's experience. He's like, yeah, this is Validating Val. That should be their next show. Ooh. Keep the navigator. Keys are inside. I don't need it. I don't need any of this. You can tell them that when you tell them I quit. No, no. You know what? On second thought, don't tell them anything. Okay? They can watch me quit tomorrow night on The Tonight Show. All right? I'm going to tell my friend Jay everything. Everything that you deceitful people did to me. America's going to know. They're going to know. No, that's it. We're done. Yeah, that's right. We're done. We're done. As they're as they're leaving, uh, Valerie is saying that she doesn't know how she's going to show her face the next night on Jay Leno, but she's going to go and she's going to tell her friend Jay Leno the truth about what happened. And oh, right. She at first she says she's going to quit the show, and then she says, "Wait, no, I'm going to announce it on Leno right. that I'm going to quit the it's show." Be your big. And we're, they're really building up to how she's just going to quit on Leno. And she leaves the Lincoln Navigator. Hi, Bill Hartwick, press rep, Lincoln Hi. Mercury. Bill Hartwick, press rep, Lincoln Mercury. Hi. Bill Hartwick, press rep, Lincoln Mercury. Uh, Beautiful day for a drive. The Lincoln Navigator, which in, in itself has been a character in the show. It has. She just dumps it there in Jane's driveway and leaves it with the keys and throws her sound pack, her mic pack out the window as they're driving away. She is done. As they're driving off, Sean, the sound guy, in all his wisdom, very confusedly says, I don't get it. Didn't she sign up for this? Oh, Sean. He just misses her boobies. He's like, you can't go. He's mourning for her boobies. Don't take your tits away. Keep your tits here. Also, as Valerie and Mark are driving away, they're both smoking. Just furiously smoking. That was so funny to me. It's like they just erased five, everything that happened that night, erased five years. And it was so funny because he, I love when he came earlier, when he came in, he, why are you smoking? Can I have a drag? It was right. so, that was so real. And then you he know? wouldn't give it back to her. When yeah, she and they were just, that was it. They were both smokers again. And it happened that quickly, I remember, from my own experience. So the next night, we're at NBC. It's... It's earlier. I guess it's early evening because they always tape early, right? right. So it's light out. Yeah. It's the exterior of NBC, and Valerie and Mark are driving up, and Jane and the crew are there waiting for her and just start filming her. What are you doing here, Jane? I quit. I have to follow you. You're still under contract. Fine, fine. You can shoot me quitting. And Billy is there. It's a Bukatinsky moment. Mickey as well, who who says to Jane, shame on you, shame on you. Shame on you, Jane. You're just lucky my lover, Robert, has a sense of humor. 
Jane does look really upset. I mean, she looks pained as she kind of directs the crew to follow them inside. And Mark is still smoking the next day. And then we're in the dressing room and Billy's on the phone or texting. He was like going at it on that little sidekick. Is that what I that's know. Like? Remember those sidekicks? Oh my gosh. I had one of those. Everything is really quiet until Zoe comes in again, the production manager, stage manager, to check on her. And she's elated. She's really excited and happy. And she saw Val's show. She loved it. Oh, my God, Valerie. I saw your show last night. That was the grossest thing I've ever seen. I almost threw up watching it. My boyfriend, he T-voted it back three times, and I can't That's right. I don't to, let's not talk about the show. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, they're going to come into wiring in a few minutes. Thank you. That was just one of those moments where it was a classic Valerie, the face. She just, you know, I loved, I love those moments when Val sits there and she just doesn't say anything and her face says it all. Lisa Kudrow is a master at that. She really is. You she can, just takes those beats, you know, and, and she just doesn't have to say anything. She says so much with her face and it, and it doesn't look muggy. She finds like the perfect balance, you know, you can just read her face. Yeah, you can see the wheels turning Yeah, of how do I react, how do I process this. Lisa Kudrow's really good at that. She was good at that when she was, it was Phoebe Buffay as well, you know. She knows how to be silent without mugging. It's a really great quality in an actress, and not everybody does it well. I assume that it's even more difficult when you are up close with the camera. I mean, it's... Well, it's a, it's a perfect balance. You just have to be authentic, you know. Yeah, Sorry to sound like an acting coach so much just there. That's Pardon good. Me. You should sound like an acting coach because last time I checked, you were an acting coach. That's true. So why would anybody expect you to sound like anything other than that? You are a pro, man. You're a I'm pro. I'm a pro, goddammit. Personal. Personal moments. And so is Lisa Kudrow. It's amazing watching the transitions on her on face. On her face, yep. Yeah. So, okay, so Jane says that she's uh, sorry that Valerie's upset, but people are talking about the episode. Billy's, again, trying to make sure that nobody's upsetting Val before she goes out. Okay, how about we not upset Val two seconds before she goes out there? Don't upset me two seconds before I go out there. So we are walking to set. Valerie is walking to set. We're backstage, and... Somebody asks her what she's going to say, and she unloads. What are you going to say? I'm going to say that, tell them, reality TV is humiliation TV. That people's characters are being destroyed just so other people have something to TV. And then I'm going to quit the comeback. Are you sure about this, Red? I mean, it did get you back on The Tonight Show. Yeah, Mickey, there's a good way to get back on The Tonight Show in a bad way. This is the bad way. She gets in the face of the camera people and is like, enjoy your last shot. She walks out and she does her classic namaste, hands together bow to the audience. Leno is Leno. He's charming and welcoming and the audience is cheering. It's uh, nice to see you again. It's been a while. Yeah, thanks, Jay. Yeah, I gotta good. tell you something. Yeah. I'm not a big fan. Of reality shows. And I'll tell you something after last night, neither am I. <laughs> okay. you know, you know, I, I come into work today, everybody, everybody is talking about what happened on your show last night. Yeah, well. Uh, how, many, how many people saw the comeback? Did you see it last? You see, okay. All right, that's about... That's about half. Let's show the other half with all the hoopla was about, okay? Let's put up the monitor well, here. Check this out. 
Oh, no. Oh, God. Okay. okay. Nothing. I, I just, if I could say one thing. Uh, sure, sure. But first, let, I, let's show people the clip so they know what we're talking about, right? <laughs> Take a look at this. Here we go. Last night. Last night on the show. He plays the clip. He won't let her really say anything about it. Did you did you think that he did you think that he expected her to have a negative reaction? I couldn't tell whether he was trying to manage her because he thought she might go off or whether... maybe he was warned. I don't know. I but, don't know. But how would he know? Because, you know, we, you know, as an audience were watching the taping of the comeback, that part, all of that stuff hadn't aired yet. So how was he to know? He is a great host. He's definitely in charge of how everything's going. Right. Right. He's directing every beat of this. And he plays the clip of the punch of Polly G and the cupcake, her and the cupcake. And everyone's reacting to it and laughing. And her face goes from being really tight and, like, ready to fight to... Again, this is what you're talking about before with her. The subtleties on her face, the change in her attitude, we're witnessing it as she sees how people are reacting to it. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't seem to matter what it is that they're reacting to, but just that they seem to be enjoying it seems to be more important right. to her. That's when you think you've seen it all. Here comes the rare double vomit. <laughs> TV. I mean, look. Yeah, there you go. Hey, let's go. Come on, let's. We're all adults. We've all seen vomit on TV, but the rare double vomit. You never see that. See, now you're talking. Plus, it's a giant cupcake vomiting. That's what I call quality television, isn't it? Yeah. I gotta say, Valerie, Valerie, let me tell you something. You have got a right hook, young lady. Look out, Hillary Swank. <laughs> Mark looks unsure and confused in the audience also. He doesn't quite know what's going on. Leno pulls out these air sickness bags with her faces on. That Those were hilarious. And they've got them for everybody in the audience. Everybody's really excited to have them, and they're under their seats, and she thinks this is funny, and so things are sort of lightening up. Because it's all about Val, that's why. Because as it's turning out... She's starting to realize all it's all about Val, and you know, she is because you know, uh, she is foremost in everybody's mind, and she doesn't have to be as perfect as she thinks she has to be, right? To be loved, uh, you know, I don't even know if it goes that deep. I think the fact that it's all about Val is, what I'm makes sure, it doesn't happy. go that deep. You're right, I'm sure, I'm sure it doesn't. It, it is, it's just the attention, right? So, she and Leno do a faux little boxing thing he brings out the white gloves for her and some boxing gloves for him and they do this little bit and she's having a great time and mark looks really happy and he's watching his lady really get all this positive positive attention and i loved that shot of him watching her because that's something that we we talk about how sexy it is of him defending her but I think that there's a moment there where you see how attractive it is to him like that she's succeeding having a good time or she's in her element he has a different appreciation of her right here than I don't know if we've really quite seen it yet I guess maybe he's seen it a little bit at the tapings yeah he's with her and you know as we've talked about with season two, he's a little bit of a star fucker. He's, he is a little bit. 
So, yeah, so she's doing a little dance uh, with Leno, and then they kind of wrap that up, and then she's coming off, and she's exuberant, she's effusive, and Jane asks her to complete the sentence, I am feeling, and she doesn't, but she goes for a cigarette, and they are in the dressing rooms, and Jason Silver calls Jane, and Jane hands the phone to Valerie. Oh, okay, here she is. It's Jason. Uh Val, congratulations on the show last night. People can't stop talking about it. The network's going to replay it on Friday at 10. They want to give this thing a chance to catch on. You there? Yes. This crazy vomit thing has pushed it over the top. They're picking you up for another season. How's that? Great. Keep up the good work. Gotta go. Okay. okay. <laughs> got picked up. It's picking us up for another season. After one episode. What? never happens never never happens the comeback's picked up and it's all forgotten with valerie my show's picked up i'm an actress you just see she's elated she can't believe it she forgets she hates jane she forgets everything that happens all she heard was my show was picked up and that's really truly who valerie is it's all about her then we've got this other great moment that amps it up where Zoe pops in and tells her that she that there's no smoking in the dressing rooms. Hey, awesome job, Val. Oh, you. oh, you can't smoke in here. Oh, I'll put it out. Oh, it's okay. All the stars do. Just close the door, and anytime you want to come back, you let us know. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> All the stars do it? Yes. And it's okay? Valerie was, was called the star, and she was so excited about that. The look on her face there, too, is another classic Valerie moment. It's a classic Leno. Yeah. It's a classic Lano moment. She's also bonding with Jane. Jane is excited for her. Well, they, she forgot. She forgot she hated Jane. It's all gone. It's all, she forgot all the bad stuff. The network is going to be replaying the episode so other people can catch up. And uh, the, the crazy vomit thing just really pushed it over the top. So even this thing that she was horrified about is turning out to be this great asset to her. And Valerie doesn't know what she's going to be able to follow it up with. Well, And then she realizes that she's smoking on camera, and she's like, I don't smoke on camera. No, she's, I don't smoke. Yeah, or did she say on camera? I don't know. I feel like she just said, I don't smoke. For camera, I don't smoke, was basically what she was saying. Oh, no, I don't. Jane, I don't smoke. Don't smoke on camera. And then the last scene is her exiting. Exiting the soundstage and uh, coming out the artist's entrance. With All Mark and Mickey and everyone. Yeah, everybody, yeah. Ah, everybody's there for her and you see her face and it's her comeback. Yeah, she's mobbed by the fans as the song Cherish yeah. comes up. I my 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 just to wrap up, my thought there was how could they have cancelled that show? Right. You know? I mean it's funny, now they've brought it back and now it's gonna come back for the third season, but at the very end of that, that's really what hit me. How could they have cancelled that show? It was so good. But it all worked out the way it was supposed to work out. So, yeah, she's mobbed by fans. People are asking her to autograph their vomit bags. No, I was just like, I'm just kind of painting the picture of that last scene. And again, you know, Mark is kind of looking on. And I just thought it was great. Everybody looks happy. Billy's on the phone. You know, we get this idea that the season's going to go on. And really nothing about room and board. We, I mean, my assumption is that room and board won't get picked up because it's kind of a piece of crap. I wonder what the season two of the comeback reality show 
did turn out to be. Did they do? I don't think they did one. Did they? Did they? Say, Remember, I think that they it went in it went, you know in the 2014 show. I, I don't think they. I don't think there ever was one. Something happened. They never really touched on what happened. Yeah. I'm wondering if the next season they're going to go back a little more and talk about what happened. I hope so. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. Because they, they didn't share too much of those 10 years, you know, in between. No. Well, uh, final thoughts? I think I said them already, but <laughs> then you went back and recanceled some more. So, um, yeah, my, my final thought is I don't know how they canceled that show. I think it was so great. It was great. And I, uh, you know, I was really happy that we watched it again before doing this. And uh, I could watch it again. So we're going to wrap up on time. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Anybody who's been with us from the beginning, thanks. Thank you so much. And we're going to have a season three. We're going to have a season three. So we will see you then. And if you haven't listened to season two, now please go listen to season two. That's right. Go watch it. Go go listen and write to us. Email us. Let us know what you think. And season three, we'll, uh, we'll get back to you. All right. See you in the Twitterverse. Bye. Crazy actress show.